Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, Matt screwed up and we are sorry. The call sheet for the Inhumans series has been released and is chock full of silly names. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season four that we are currently in will have a third story arc, oddly enough. The synopsis for Thor Ragnarok has been released and reveals some interesting plot points. And multiple properties from Marvel Cinematic Universe are to begin filming soon this year. Plus, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 9 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Broken Promises. Plus, we made all our decisions together. It's not my fault. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matt Carroll. And I am Jeff Randall. Oh, it's so, so good to be here with you, my friends. I know. We're, oh, we're, them. Yeah, right. them. I'm not talking to you. Oh, okay. uh, no, you're included. You're included. Maybe. maybe. Uh, we are happy to be here with you, my friends. Um, That's right. I'm part of this. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the podcast. You're not listening to a podcast right now, Jeff. You realize that, right? Am I not? <laughs> Jeff Holy just thought crap. he was a listener all these I, years. I just thought it was an interactative podcast that I've been doing. You've just been coming to listen and not realizing you've been being recorded. Um, Holy crap. I thought all, I was just the audience. All those racist things you said. <laughs> uh, I'm just a peanut gallery, that's all. <laughs> so, uh, just a quick apology. This week we had uh, a problem with our uh, the way that iTunes and all the other uh, podcast services download our content. Uh, it's complicated, and to be honest, I don't understand it. Which is why... Uh, we couldn't figure out a way to fix it. It wasn't downloading our new episode, so we tried something, uh, which was basically we rerouted the blah, 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 to the blah, blah, blah. Um, we pointed everything at a new address. Yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Um, I, was trying to use, like, I was trying to use Technobabble, but I'm bad at it. It's a real Star Trek fan over that's here. Um, <laughs> we rerouted through the main deflectors. Yeah. And uh, anyway, Tell uh, me about basically, that, instead of uh, our normal amount of downloads, we got about double our normal amount of downloads, which means mm. some of the some of the stuff was uh, how many? How many did we get? Uh, I mean, know how to say numbers, but like how many? We got about three times okay. what we get yeah, on a yeah. normal. So somebody got day. some extra downloads that day. So we apologize for uh, forcing a bunch of extra episodes on you. We don't mean to be you, too. And depending on how your iTunes are set, apparently you might have just downloaded all 99 episodes of our previous uh, casts. Yeah, all 99 that they had put up previously. And we are... Uh, since we fixed it, it put us... It put all of the episodes on iTunes at a solid 161. Yeah. So... Uh, if 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 you got a bunch of extra downloaded episodes, we apologize. I hope we didn't annoy anyone too much by filling up someone's iPod or something. Um, but who still has iPods? People have iPods. Do they? I have an iPod. Okay, I have an MP3 player. How much do you use your iPod? All the time. Slash MP3 player. All the time. Uh, I use it for, uh, but I use it for professional purposes. So that's, fair. that's fair. That's not that's not really a fair assessment of who uses iPods. Um, <laughs> so. I am not the target demographic. No, I'm. I, well, I am the target that needs just like a. I need a dumb music player so that I don't have like random chimes going off in the middle of weddings when I'm playing them. 
like I have music playing off the iPod and randomly if I do it off my phone, which sometimes I do because something goes wrong. I try to put it in all the airplane mode. I was in a uh, I was at a wedding a couple months ago and I had all the right stuff turned off. All the airplane mode it was on airplane mode. It was on not stream nothing was streaming. All the notifications were turned off. And I went over there to like change the song and I mistakenly double tapped on the home button, which this, on this particular device, <laughs> this particular phone I was using that day, uh, brings up the. Uh, speech activation mode or whatever. Oh, yeah, so, so I, it just stops everything and goes, <laughs> so, so all the music stopped. It goes, Bur-gunk. <laughs> please state your, what would you would like us to do? Like, it starts being like a, uh, they were in the middle of a speech, too, and then suddenly my computer starts talking to them. I was like, uh. I, I was mortified. Anyway, um, <laughs> that doesn't normally happen. So if you're looking for a wedding band, I'm very professional. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There you let's go. get to this. Uh, let's get to this Marvel news, people. So we've got some. We're going to start in in last year, mo- mainly just a kind of a wrap up. So it's always it's always good to look at the the previous year. It's fun to look at the previous year and say, you know, what did the best as far as like what did I like the most of the you know in the year? What uh, what did the best like critically? What grossed the most? And uh, Civil War was the top-grossing film of 2016. Captain America Civil War got $1.15 billion worldwide, barely squeaking out Finding Dory. <laughs> <laughs> but for Disney, that's great, because that's that's still the top two films right there for Disney. Wow. Disney broke $7 billion this year. Gosh, that's a lot of money. That's so much money. They're They're the first studio to break... That seven billion mark. Good lord, that's a lot of money. That's that's a bunch, and it's only. So this grow. was they did they did they did get the most ever. Yeah, most ever. Okay, I knew last year it was like Universal top the most ever or something like that. Yeah, with, and then Disney with, edged them out this year. Nice, good job, Disney. I'm proud of you. Uh, you made good movies this year. So as long <laughs> as they're making good movies, I'm very happy that this corporation is doing so well. Yeah, you want to see people rewarded when they do good movies. And it's it's only going to continue because we got three Marvel films starting this year and a star and a Star Wars Episode Eight, which I think yep. could even edge out Episode Seven because. I don't know. Now you have a whole new generation of fans who are like reignited into Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. We got a new trilogy and it's good. Yeah. It's actually good. Pretty good so far. Yep. 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 So, um, Rogue One was pretty great too, but we discussed that on another podcast. We did discuss that. If you're, if you're looking for that, by the way, we're breaking the panel. Yeah, it was Breaking the Panel. Yeah, we were on Breaking the Panel, uh, another podcast a couple weeks ago to talk about Rogue One. So if you want to hear our full Rogue One thoughts, uh, it's over there. The giant size team up round table yeah. discussion. Short short story is we liked it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the spoiler that's the TLDR is we liked it. Uh let's see. What does TLDR mean? Uh too long didn't read. Oh, okay, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The- so other notable uh other notably large grossing films of the year were um Zootopia, The Jungle Book, Rogue One, and Moana, all belonging to Disney, which helped it, you know, get up to that crazy amount of money. Um, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice got number six with eight hundred and seventy-three point three million. Did you just say that Disney got all five of the top five? Did they? Hold Is on. that what you just said? I, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Oh no, the the strong performances that they had. Were, oh, okay. I heard you name three other movies other than the two top, and I was like, are those the next five? Gosh, uh, but okay, so so. I'm not sure. 
I mean, they definitely got a lot of the top five. Hold on, let me let me look at the full top twenty. Sure, sure. I don't mean quick. to slow things down. How dare you? Okay, so the next three down were Zootopia, The Jungle Book, and The Secret Life of Pets, uh, which was Universal. Um, Those kids' movies, man, they do so well. Yeah, top four were Disney. Then uh, right after that was Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice, which. Uh, Worldwide gross was $873.3 million. Uh, did not break that billion-dollar barrier, probably because of bad reviews and people trashing it like us. Um, Sorry about that, BVS. Sorry about <laughs> that, Warner Brothers. Make better movies. Um, <laughs> sorry, still, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Still got the job. And then, so, like, those two, like, number five and number six... <laughs> were Universal and Warner Brothers. And then right after that, we got Disney Lucasfilm number seven, Rogue One. And Rogue One got $801.9 million. And that was, that was on a movie that released in December, like mid-December, and it still pulled in eight hundred one point nine. Wow. And it's still in theaters. Go see it. It's oh, yeah. Good. I actually went to see it again this week. I knew you would. Yeah. You would. Well, I actually went because I was babysitting. Yeah. I, I don't think I was. Necess- I would probably wouldn't have gone again this quick if if I. You would have had this. Necess- yeah, maybe, maybe. Number eight was Deadpool. I'm no. I know that uh, Charles McFall is gonna like that. He's all about that Deadpool life. Um, worldwide gross on that one was seven seven hundred eighty three point one million. Um, wow. Dead Deadpool really was. One of the best movies of the year, for sure. Yeah. And then uh, rounding out the top ten was Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them from Warner Brothers at $777 million, and Suicide Squad, also from Warner Brothers, at 745.6. Cool. Number 11 was Doctor Strange, though. Yay! Yay! Go Marvel! Uh, let's see. Next up, though, we're looking at future theater stuff. We got stuff coming up. The, uh, the Inhumans what? character sheet has been revealed in... Uh, the I guess like the seven char- seven major character breakdown as far the, as like what did you say the seven mar- major character breakdown yeah seven character breakdowns that have been or that were on the call sheet that are like uh, they're they're casting for the series regulars and they're looking for there there's Broderick who is male thirty to forty Caucasian can say volumes with just a look strong thoughtful and private he's unaccustomed to being questioned or feeling a need to answer to anyone to an extent can verge on arrogance mm. obviously black bolt like ob- obvious and then there's marjorie <laughs> yeah can say a lot with a look that's uh yeah that's pretty important for black bolt to be able to it do it really is <laughs> <laughs> then there's then there's marjorie uh, who is a female, 30 to 40, Caucasian, an elegant and intelligent advisor to her husband. She struggles to find her place outside of their relationship, as others tend to view her as just a pretty face. Strong and resourceful, she's not afraid to break the rules when the situation demands it. Clearly Medusa. I mean, her husband is going to be Broderick. It starts with an M, Marjorie. That, it's, she's Medusa. That's Medusa. Okay. So we're basically talking about the royal family right yeah, here. Yeah, so. yeah, That's really cool. I'm very excited. Just the no, you know, we knew they were doing the royal family, but it's cool. It's very exciting. Yeah. And then there's Marty, male 30 to 40, Broderick's younger brother. He is intelligent, charming, and articulate. He comes across as a man of the people, but secretly covets power. 
obviously Maximus the Mad. Uh, there's Kevin, male 30 to 40, open, slight of build, his mind is his greatest asset, always prepared with a plan, his outlook on life is the glass is always half empty and often cracked and dirty as well. Though his outlook can be grim, he has a droll, dry sense of humor. That's going to be, uh, that's going to be Korvac from the royal family. Cool. Um, I'm not Korvac, God, Karnak, I'm thinking of something else entirely. God, was I thinking of Animorphs? Why was I doing... Anyway, Karnak. Uh, he's... Basically, his entire body's a living weapon. He can find the weakness in anything, so he's one of those analytical people. Anyway, uh, Grady, male, 2535, open. Impetuous and brash, he has serious impulse control issues, which frequently get him into trouble. Whether it's women, booze, or fighting, he loves life and lives in the moment, for better or worse. Obviously, horse-legged Gorgon. Gorgon? Gorgon? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Anyway. Hmm. um, Yeah, he's the most impetuous. That's got to be Gorgon. Um, Christine, female, 18 to 25, to play 18. Caucasian. Soulful, but still learning the ways of the world. She has the arrogance of youth. Impetuous and independent. She is also deeply devoted to her family. That's Crystal. That's Crystal, it's Crystal, it's Crystal. That's Medusa's younger sister. Cool. That's neat. Uh, Timothy, male, twenty five thirty five, open. FX. I'm sorry. S F X M U required. Supremely athletic. The ultimate picture of cool. He's calm under pressure and willing to do anything to get the job done. And that's going to be Triton. Cool. What does S F X M U mean? Do you know? Um, I'm assuming it means special they're going to have something. to wear a special effects suit. Okay. And be heavily. CG'd because Triton. Interesting. Uh, it'd be really interesting if they actually did a full CG character on television. Yeah, well, I don't I mean, think that's been done. They're gonna have to. Triton is. Um... Oh no! Duh! God, Matt, it's special effects makeup. Okay, gotcha. So, Triton has like, you know, water creature features you okay know? gotcha so so, so so just a just a just a a person in a costume gotcha yeah, person it's not not a not a not a special effect character now he's gonna be one of those uh one of those lash types you know yeah yeah so i'm really curious about the inhumans movie and what they're going to do um with this much like so there's doing so much inhumans on agents of shield yeah I wonder how much they're going to tie that into Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I don't know. Because they're saying it. They're acting like it's not going to be a spinoff, especially the way they're opening it in I- in uh, IMAX first and everything. It just seems like yeah, they're really... Yeah, the two episodes in IMAX. And it's yeah. only going to run eight. It seems like they're really wanting to establish it as its own thing. They are. Uh, but, obviously, it's in the same universe, and we've got Inhumans all over the place. Could it set, be set in a different timeline? Could it be... Uh, could it, who knows? Could be 20 years in the future. Or <laughs> like, I hope not. I hope not, too, because I want them to be tied together more. But uh, it just seems like... They, they seem The way they talk about it, they seem to be wanting to differentiate it. Yeah. But... They're trying to separate it while keeping it in the same universe. Yeah, which is something we don't it's particularly hard, like around here. Hard to do. Yeah. Hard to do well and still have our approval. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the most important it's thing. so important. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, it's it's curious that uh, that you mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it's it's not been announced that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is going to get a fifth season yet. Like, it has not been oh, renewed. Oh, really? Um, the ABC president, though, uh, Channing Dungy, I think is, his, is how he pronounces his name. Or it might be Dungy. I'm not sure. He... Um, He's recently taken on the 
um, the the role of president for ABC Entertainment, and he hopes, according to this article, that Agents of Shield and the Inhumans can run alongside each other and and kind of coexist and be on the air at the same time. Because so he's too. talking about how great season four has gotten because mm-hmm. um, you know it has agents of shield season four has been awesome yeah and tonight's episode uh spoiler alert it's great yeah. i really like starts off episode. strong continues really strong, going awesome really strong beginning and i really like what they're doing with the multiple arcs they did that last season i feel like they did that with the end of last season with the fallen agent yeah. storyline yeah uh, and they called it Fallen Agency, knew someone was dying, um, and, and that was really interesting. And, and so I'm really, now they've got LMD, and they did, uh, what was it? The Ghost first Rider. Time? Ghost, well, of course. Ghost Rider, LMDs, like, it's just, it's just cool little arcs, kind of like comics, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's, they just, they kind of jump into it, because, like, uh, in the in the comics run, you'll have, like, oh, yeah, this was issue this through that. Or whatever, and then exactly, you'll yeah. have like a special name for it, like Iron Fist, the Living Weapon. Well, and and I, I would, I mean, you know, and it's it's become a thing where it's Doctor Who did it a lot this year too. I don't know if you a Doctor, are you a Doctor I'm Who? I'm not a Whovian. It's pretty good, uh, but I, I am. Uh, <laughs> I know, uh, but I'm I'm not the biggest, but I but I definitely love it. Um, and I kind of I kind of went away from it for a few years, and I came back and watched this last two seasons at over like a week, <laughs> and uh, they really have gone to like the old school way of making Doctor Who. Uh, it used to be shorter episodes, like fifteen twenty minute episodes. Yeah, and the back in the back in the sixties or whatever, um, and when they did that. They would do like five episodes would comprise. Sometimes it'd be five episodes would comprise the storyline. Sometimes it'd be eight. Sometimes it'd be two. It'd just do different length storylines all the time. Yeah. And they started doing that on Doctor Who now, which is interesting because they're 45 minute episodes. So a lot of times they're doing these storylines that are like three episodes long and really tied together and actually like say to be continued at the end. <laughs> Ooh. Like, like old school. Fancy. Uh, so, so I, I, I don't know. I, li- I like that kind of storytelling where you get blocks of of story being told well then you're gonna like this season of agents of shield because season four has three arcs in it yeah i heard told this by do, the, do we know what that arc is yet we don't know what it's called yet actually cool. it's uh it's gonna have a another shift in focus according to jed whedon joss's uh joss's brother right and um you know we had the first one was ghost rider the second one was the lmd plot and then this other one is going to be about the same length of time. Cool. So that makes sense because there are only so many episodes in at this point. So this there's 22 episodes in this season, and we had eight devoted to Ghost Rider. So obviously we can't do eight, eight, eight with 22. But right, um, we still have uh, another seven and seven 14 yeah we could do seven and seven that's cool and then have you know almost equal parts which you know will help a lot because if you look at previous seasons like even last season when they did you know the two separate ish mostly arcs yeah there were there were still some like almost filler episodes where you just kind of like i don't know that that's absolutely necessary right now and when you condense each arc into you know this small chunk it's it makes every episode necessary, and I love that. Yeah, me too. I've really, I've really enjoyed what they've done this season for sure. And apparently, it's something that they've wanted to do for a long time, according to this article. Uh, we, uh, Whedon said, 
when you start a show called Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you're pretty sure you're going to do it at some point, but we always have to steer away from stuff that's coming up in the movies, and there was going to be some robots in some of those big movies, so we steered away from it initially, but we always had it in our minds. We felt that we had a, a lot of good and human stuff to do last year, so it seemed like the right time. Oh, he's talking about the current arc. My bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> they're not ready to reveal what the what the final arc is yet. Um, uh, let's guess. Let's each give a good guess. Ooh, okay. You go first. All right, let's think about the elements we have. All right, they what? started with, with Ghost Rider, mm-hmm. and then they flowed to the Darkhold with with magical stuff, and then they, they flowed into LMD, but it's sort of not just straight-up LMDs. Well, I think... It's LMDs to get the Darkhold? We started this season... Uh, Touching on the senator, you know, like the senator was touched on all season. Yeah, and then she's obviously going to be a part of this part of the season as well. I think the last half of the season might be the culmination of the storyline where you really have this like the watchdogs and the in- and the in- all the inhuman haters really cracking down. Maybe because hmm. they've been touched on that since the very beginning of the season, so it could be like an arc that's going to go over the- all three arcs. But I, I would assume that the last one would be like my initial thought when I read that was that oh they're gonna bring back Ghost Rider and then like just kind of weave him in and make like a, a tandem arc of the two of them right and like maybe he's the only one that can tell who's actually an LMD or something I'm actually pretty excited they're shortening the LMD arc because I I feel like LMDs could get old it, it really could like it's great as an element on a show. But as the main storyline, I feel like it could have been a little, you know. Well, I, you know, originally was thinking that that was going to be kind of a weak arc, um, especially after Ghost Rider. But what they've done now kind of makes it, it, we're getting back to it being really cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now that we're, like, understanding everyone's motivations. And right, there. right. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about we'll that We'll talk later. about that more in the... <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, get, let's get back to the news. So, uh, that third story arc, obviously, is going to be in the spring. It's going to be not that far away. Um, there is a bit of a gap, though. Um, so, oh, they're going to take a... another break. Oh, um, that's interesting. In between the arcs. I actually really like... TV has started to do that a lot. Uh, with taking breaks. Like, uh, almost every show now has a mid-season finale, which I don't think was a thing. When we were growing up? No, it wasn't. It's or just like something it that... It doesn't feel like it was. Like Walking Dead does, and I think like Breaking Bad did it pretty strongly. Yeah. Um, so AMC, maybe they kind of popularized it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, like, but but also like, um, just Game of Thrones, they just have 10 in a row. Yeah, they just They, they go just do 10 through. in a row. Uh, yeah. It's, it's in, I like these smaller kind of bite-sized seasons, because you don't really have filler. It's so good. Yeah. So, um, I guess, uh, if that's coming in spring, just a, a touch before that, though, we got some good news. Cloak and Dagger and The Runaways are going to begin filming in February. Wow. To come out later this year. Yeah, thanks to uh, Omer, Omer Elmalia, for posting that on our Facebook to let us know. Uh, that's really cool. We, 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 uh, I don't, he asked if they'd been, uh, what did he ask? He greenlit. Said, he said, he, I didn't know they had been greenlit. They had, yeah, at least for a pilot. So I, I, I don't know what they're, are they, are they, are they piloting it or are they full, giving us a full series? 
Uh, it looks to be, looks to be like they're just going for it. Wow. This podcast is about to get real busy. If, uh, if, if, if Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Human, I mean, we say this once every three months, we realize, oh, shoot, this is getting crazy. <laughs> but, um, if Runaways, Inhumans, Cloak and Dagger, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. all get going on TV weekly, it's gonna get a little, gonna get a little wild up in here. Yeah. Uh, we thought it was gonna be, um, we thought it was going to be worse than that too, with another with uh, damage control. But we haven't heard anything about damage control. Yeah, it's like they just kind of. I feel that. like powerless. Uh, the show powerless on the in the DCU. Yeah, is kind of taking the thunder from damage I, control. I really thought that damage control was going to be their answer to that. Yeah, but sometimes sometimes. When you have two things in the universe that are too similar, you have to, you know, you have you have to sacrifice one of them. <laughs> Quicksilver. Um, Damn. You know? That's harsh. Sometimes you gotta do it. That's so mean. Sometimes one has to be sacrificed to keep order. Well, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> uh, apparently, the, uh, the Freeform series, Cloak and Dagger, is gonna start uh, filming in, in New Orleans on February 15th. And around the same time, around the same time in the in February, in Los Angeles, the Runaways is going to start filming. Uh, but none of that's been confirmed, other than um, there's a development tracking website called Season Zero Com. Um, yeah, they 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 just kind of keep up with all of that for us. Cool. So be on the lookout for that. Also in February, though. Doctor Strange comes out on Blu-ray. The Steelbook is set to release on the 28th of February. And in the special features of Doctor Strange is going to be the Team Thor mockumentary part two. More of it. More of the silly is going to happen. Nice. And that dude, that that Steelbook looks sick. Oh, yeah? It's got the Eye of Agamotto on the front of it. Nice. All up in, in, in steel form and, and all super extra colorful and all the special features that are going to be on it are really cool they're going to go through like the making of the uh the multiverse that dr strange went through and how the the music ties into it like uh, a session with the composer and and his orchestra and um obviously the mockumentary they're going to go through all the special effects and everything nice. just there's going to be deleted scenes where um dr strange meets daniel drum who is the uh, the protector of the New York Sanctum when they when the movie gets there, and he eventually is the ghost brother of Brother Voodoo, but hmm. I don't know that that's going to be in the MCU. I'm not sure. Okay, that's beside the point though. But really cool stuff. Uh, the the digital digital availability is going to be on the 14th on Valentine's Day. And on the uh, on the twenty eighth is when the um, the full on release, like the the physical release, is going to happen. So be sure to get me that for Valentine's Day, sweetie. <laughs> that was directed at you. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were directing it at a, a girl out there somewhere. Nah, she doesn't listen to this. Okay, gotcha. Valentine's Day. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Um, I uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, oh, I wanted to say, uh, speaking of swag, speaking of cool swag. Cool swag. Cool swag. Um, Russell Farr sent me, and we, I think we may have, I don't know if he's ever talking about it on the show. He makes these cool pearl, perler bead uh, art 
things, and he made a uh, firefly. <laughs> Sculptures? Yeah. Sculptures? I don't know. Perler bead things. Uh, Art he, pieces. Yeah, he made a uh, he made a firefly for me. Uh, well, he made it, and someone didn't want it, or or something. Not they didn't want it. They like I don't know. They didn't pick it up, or didn't pay for it, or something. I don't know. I forget exactly what happened. But who wouldn't want it? It's pretty badass. Um, so he made he sent me this uh, awesome firefly. It's huge. It's really big. It's really big. I like every time I think of Perler stuff, I always think of like when we were in like middle school and some little girls were like, I made this and it's like two inches by two inches. Yeah, no, when he sent me a picture, it, I knew it wasn't two inches by two inches because I couldn't, I, I saw that the Perler beads were smaller, but I was like, oh, that's probably like, uh, like four inches by four inches. I thought it was like, like could be a keychain or something right. like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he said to me, I was like, this is not a keychain. No, uh, no. It's like bigger. This I don't is know. like you would glue this to the bottom of a skateboard and feel like you were yeah it's flying. about skateboard size. I was trying to think yeah. of something the size of this thing. Yeah, if it's you, about skateboard size. If you want to fly on the Serenity on your skateboard, you just glue it to the bottom. Yeah, or the top, or the top, so that you can see it all the time. Yeah, it's perfect. It makes not so only much sense. during kickflips. <laughs> Because of all those kickflips that you do. I do lots of kickflips. Um, I can tell. You got all the, right, well, but thank you, Russell. Thank you, you got for the real. skill for it. Got the, got that, I got that kickflip skill. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I guess next up, um, since we talked about the, the, the Team Thor mockumentary, you know, where has Thor been was the, uh, the real goal of that. Well, he was doing Ragnarok things. So, the next bit of news is that the the Thor Ragnarok synopsis has been dropped. Ooh, I think we might have to read that. I'm going to read it. Here we go. In Marvel Studios' Thor Ragnarok, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer and finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard to stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his home world and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. But first he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against his former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. That sounds awesome. That is pretty cool. I mean, we got confirmation that Planet Hulk is going to be a thing. We got confirmation that Thor is going to fight him. And then, why is Thor imprisoned? Thor is imprisoned? Without the hammer? Question mark? Mm. What's going on? Why isn't the hammer flying to him? Yeah, I'm guessing I'm guessing Hela is involved somehow. All of this and more. Maybe he becomes unworthy. I don't know. I don't know. Ooh, but that's, that's, that'd be interesting. That's a... Uh, God, that's just... that's. Uh, <laughs> I can't... There are no words for how neat that sounds. Yeah, I'm really, really excited about this film. Uh, the, the inclusion of... Hulk is so cool. It was really neat in Captain America uh, Winter Soldier to have um, uh, gosh, Black Widow there. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was just neat to have another Avenger who wasn't, like, she's not the main focus of the film, but she's there for most of it, and is kind of just like a sidekick almost in that movie. Uh, and Falcon as well, but at that point we were just getting to know him. Um, it's but having the Incredible Hulk along your side is just like a next level, you know? Like, well, yeah, I mean, it it just makes sense, you know. Cap is 
Cap is is a really strong person, but he's still just you know he's a super soldier. He's a person though. Yeah, and he had this person and as a person as a that, that So who do you pair up with a god that can you know contend with them? The Hulk. The Hulk. You pair the Hulk. Yeah, pretty awesome. And not only that, but also this: it's been confirmed that Doctor Strange is going to be in Thor Ragnarok more than just a cameo. Which anyone who stayed for the Doctor Strange after credits kind of knew this already. Kind of knew this already, but it's going to be more than just the cameo. Yeah, it sounds um, like, from what I've heard, it sounds like it's going to be pretty substantial. Yeah, uh, it came from a preview for D23 members of uh, Disney's overarching 2017 plans. Um, it said, uh, it touched on the the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 um, release coming out in May, and then it switched over and said, if you need even more intergalactic world-saving action, Thor Ragnarok in November brings together Thor, the Hulk, and Doctor Strange to face off against intergalactic baddies both familiar and new. The, the fact that they just like outright include him like that. Yeah, like, he's just part of the team. He's just part of the team. Like, that's... Why, why would they... Why would they just include him like that? It's so neat. It's so it's just like it's not this is like another, you know, they joked about Civil War being Avengers 2.5. Uh this is just like it's kind of the same thing. It's just like it's, it's still Avengers 2.5. It's just what everybody else was doing. It's the other right. subplot. Yeah, like it's It's the second subplot. It's 2.5.1 or whatever. <laughs> you know, 2.5.1 the Thor upgrade. Yeah. It makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> you know, they had to hot patch it. Or hot fix it, patch it real quick. Yeah, man. Quick zero day. Yeah, computers. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, the D23 Expo is going to be happening in July, uh, mid-July. So we'll get to see a lot more information out of that. Um, also in July, uh, yeah, also in July is going to be um, Spider-Man Homecoming, which is insane that all of that awesome is coming up all at once. Um also in summer this this year, uh, Ant Man and the Wasp is going to start filming in June. That's awesome. That's uh, they're they're set That's, to start that. That's going to come out next year in July, eight, 2018. I so, I'm so excited about so much in 2017. I haven't even started thinking about beyond that. Like my brain can't take it. <laughs> well, I mean, Guardians, Thor, Ragnarok, and Spider Man are all three like top of my list excite movies i've been excited about for a while yeah uh thor ragnarok's probably pretty low on that list until that like until recently when we found out all this details yeah um it's just sounding like especially the planet hulk details the planet hulk the doctor strange like all of that being included it just makes that movie pretty much on the level with what i'm excited about with these other two movies and just, just, just can't say enough. I can't think past 2017. It's just too much. Well, you're gonna have to start, sir. I can't do it, man. Because guess what happens in 2018? What's that? Black Panther. Oh my! You got Avengers: Black- Infinity War. Oh goodness! Ant Man and the Wasp. I can't take it. You're gonna have to. I can't take it. <laughs> well, Black Panther actually had uh, a couple of more people added on to it recently. Sterling K. Brown actually joined the uh, the cast recently of Black Panther. Unknown what his role is going to be, but then he went on to reveal that there's... Like, the way that he said it, the, the way that he said this line kind of suggests that somebody else is also going to be joining. Like, another Academy Award uh, nominee is going to be joining the cast of Black Panther 
in um, that's crazy right the amount of academy award winners it's like in this universe i mean and the award winning we, we we mentioned it a few weeks ago and we had that list of who all's in infinity war yeah the award winning blah 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 and academy award golden globe blah 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 and then it was uh well, yeah, I mean, we're going to have... Sebastian Stan had the least that was had. <laughs> the Teen Choice Award. <laughs> nominee. Teen yeah, Choice Award nominee. Teen Choice Award nominee. So... Bummer. You know, they're going to have, like, they're going to have Michael B. Jordan. They're going to have, um... Wow. Forgot his name. Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, everybody else, like, Forrest Whitaker... Everybody else who has joined it. And then he mentioned oh, I specifically... I remember Forrest Whitaker. That's awesome. Yeah, he mentioned specifically Felicia Rashad is going to be oh, joining the cast. Or, well, he he mentioned her by name, but didn't say that she was going to be in it, just that he gets to work with these people soon. But oh. her name was in the middle of a bunch of people who were in Black Panther. Oh. So it seems to little kinda... detective work there, but it sounds yeah. like she might be in it. That's cool. Love her. Yeah. And unknown role there if she even is in it um but you know again that's just speculation um further speculation is peter dinklage is being eyed for a mystery role in infinity war neat um unknown what that could be or even if he's gonna actually just be cast for it he probably is because he's awesome yeah who wouldn't want dinklage who wouldn't want the dinkles and then um (laughs) On an Italian news site, or in an, in an interview with an Italian news organization, Tom Holland was confirmed for Infinity War. So when we talked about that last oh, week, good. Good, he good, is good, actually good. confirmed for it. So awesome that Spidey's going to be joining for Infinity yeah. War. Um, really, the, the last thing that I have is uh, there's a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy hype rolling out soon because that's the next movie. Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the next Marvel Studios film coming out. So we've got in the uh, in the the photo feed this time around, we've got uh, Guardians high res images of Baby Groot and everybody. Um, we're we've got some uh, some of the pop figures that have been released to to show off like what's coming up as far as pop figures and the Dorbs. Uh, one of those actually shows off Aisha, who is uh, Miss Debiki's character. You remember the the one that was chasing Adam Warlock in the in the comics? Okay. So, and like, she's the perfect woman bred to be with. Anyway, um, her character is shown up in in one of the uh, promotional materials for the pop figures, and we haven't heard anything about her. Haven't seen her in anything other than that. And somebody tweeted at James Gunn like, "Hey, who is this?" And then he said, "Oh, that's Aisha." And they were like, what? Really? Just showing off like that? Oh, my God. But then you know, you look at the, the array of pop figures that are in there. There's, like, Taserface, who's one of the Ravagers. <laughs> um, you've got a masked and an unmasked Peter Quill. You've got Gamora, Rocket, Groot, Drax, Nebula, Yondu. But these are all for Guardians of the Galaxy 2? Yeah, all of these are just pop. Uh, the, so, like the pop dorbs. So basically, Aisha's been confirmed or whatever. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we knew she was confirmed, but now okay. we get a, kind of a look of... Look what she's going to look what like. What she here. looks like, sort of. Sort of, a, like a cartoon a pop, version? Yeah, it's like the, a cutesy pop, uh, cartoon version of it. So there's nice. at least like 
some costume similarity on that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, another big thing. I forgot about this. I'm sorry. Until I saw the, the links here. All of the Defenders photos from Entertainment Weekly this week. The Defenders pictures. Oh, really? They're all together. Ooh. They're all together. <laughs> also in the article, uh, Sigourney Weaver's character name was revealed. Not the full name, but her first name. Alexandra. Ooh. And nobody knows. She, there's no like direct comic equivalent, so could be something made up. Could be a mask of some sort. Uh, you know, just a fake name to hold off. Like, uh, you know, Mariah Dillard didn't like being called Black Mariah, but Black Mariah is the character name that she was based on, the character right. that she was based on, so. She's um, Alexandra the Great. It, <laughs> like it, the historical figure. Right. But a girl. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> I could see that happening. Sigourney Weaver would be the one to pull it off, too. Oh, yeah. Dude, Sigourney Weaver's awesome. She really is. She's she's great now at everything, and I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a lot to look forward to this year. Mm-hmm. Just the quality of the, just the quality of the actors in the Netflix series is ridiculous. Yeah, and I wonder how much of that is the filming schedule slash release schedule. I think when you have a an online television show that you're going to drop all at once, that you can film in any order you like. Uh, you don't have to worry about a TV schedule. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically just like filming a really long movie. Exactly. So they're way more flex. They can be way more flexible with like, oh, this amazing actor is willing to give us one week of their time. Yeah. Like, can we work around that and like work them into the plot? Like, I I bet that happens, and I know it happens on some shows. Some shows better than others. It's really obvious on some, like Arrested Development season four or whatever. Yeah. Or, were you a fan? I I think I, I'm in like season two or three. I love Arrested Development. It's great, uh, but this fourth season on Netflix, and I still enjoyed it. But it was like around right. Where, it was one of the first Netflix originals. Yeah, and it was one of the first ones where they just dropped it all at once. Is like House of Cards and then Arrested Development. Yeah, and they tried something just completely new, and they <laughs> they could not get everyone in the same room hardly at all. Right. And so the entire series ends up focusing on one character at a time for like most of the series. <laughs> and then they have like a few scenes that are shown from every character's perspective throughout the season. Yeah. Where they happen to cross paths. Right. Like those were the few days they could get everybody on set at the same time. <laughs> it's really, really interesting and uh, kind of a feat of. Uh, of storytelling, but uh, but but I don't know if it fully worked. But it was definitely interesting. Yeah. I gotcha. Well, uh, that's all I really have for the news, other than you guys just need to keep an eye out this year. So much is coming down the pike. We'll keep you updated. Just keep keep your ears right here. Keep your ears right here. Here's. Oh, <laughs> it rhymes that way. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> keep, keep your ears right here's And here's a comment from Justin Steinmetz Deer. Yay! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Deers. 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 Okay, we're changing your name. Sorry, Justin, we're changing your name. All right, he says, guys, guys, guys! I just noticed Civil War's on Netflix right now. 
Looks like I'll be up late tonight, and maybe a couple more times to soak it all in. Uh, the way you said that made it sound a little more uh, scandalous. Sexy. Than, yeah, he's <laughs> guess I'll be up late tonight. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. <laughs> With some Civil War. I um, mean, did you see the, the corset that Scarlet Witch was wearing? Whatever. Did you see that new Spider-Man, CGI Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, man. There's nothing... There's nothing like overtly male or female. It's just a CGI red CGI blob, and that's what that's what I dig, man. <laughs> that's what I'm into. Um, the more cartoony, the better. People complained about that CGI. I was just like, ooh, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> no, I, I noticed this too, and thank you for alerting us, Justin, because I like to rewatch these things. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's on non Netflix. We can watch Civil War as much as we want. I've been trying to get the girlfriend to watch it. She's like, "What do you want to watch?" I'm like, "Well, there's Civil War. It's right here." Has she? Is she's she seen a, it. Is she a Marvel? She's okay. a Marvel fan. She's been trying to catch up on Agents of Shield. She got to the end of season three and was sad about that. Um, and she was like, "You think maybe you could pirate it somewhere to get the next set?" Like for for season four, and I was just like, "No, that's illegal." Yeah, probably. Mm. So she wants to catch up, but every time I'm just like, "Hey, yeah, let's watch Civil War." She's like, "Nah, let's watch Arrow." You haven't <laughs> caught up on Arrow. I was like, You're a jerk. People that like Arrow, I don't respect them that much. Wow. Yeah, I've seen every episode, but that's beside the point. <laughs> I know it's bad, No though. self-respect. A friend of mine was telling me, like, uh, she had a new boyfriend, and, and she was telling me about him, and she's like, yeah, he's really, uh, a really big Arrow fan. And I was like... Leave him. Like, like <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you find out someone's a nerd. Like, or, uh, a geek, they have a fandom of some sort. Yeah. And you're like, what's your main fandom? Like, what for you, what's your main fandom? Marvel. Yeah. Obviously. I think, um, at this point... Marvel's, I mean, just the fact that I do this podcast and I dig so deep into it every week, I get definitely up there. Uh, but for me, it's like there's a top three or four: Firefly, Star Trek. Yeah, uh, those are those are Firefly, Star Trek, Marvel. See, for me, it's Marvel and Zelda. Uh, but when, like, I get enjoying Arrow. I I've seen every episode, but when it's your favorite fandom, mm. when it's like your thing, mm. I don't get it. Mm. It's not. It's just not the best thing. Mm. I, I feel bad. And I don't even mean to badmouth it because I do enjoy the show, but it's like not. It's like I enjoy it. It's like we, I don't know. It's like it's like you go to a nice restaurant or you get fast food. That's a, it's like the fast food of. Uh, <laughs> of wow. You know, and I'm not saying gonna, <laughs> you keep trying to say like I'm not badmouthing no, no, it. No, it's just like the worst version of TV. No, no, that's the thing. It's like. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's like the fast food version of a of a, of a comic book show. It's like a, it just seems a little shoddy. It's like there's not a lot of nutritional value. But when they do their crossovers, but they make 22 episodes a year uh, of four different shows, and I enjoy them all. And yeah. it's like you know, I, 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 they've got it on every corner. <laughs> You're hooked now. You can't stop. Those those golden arches are on every corner, and I can stop and get it as much as I want. It's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is cheap so I'll, anyway anyway i digress I, i'm not trying to badmouth definitely not trying to badmouth dc i know some people get uh touchy when we badmouth dc i just think i think mostly cw shows i love 
Gotham, and this is probably... Uh, You're like the only person. Yeah, I'm like the only person. I think well, Gotham... My girlfriend likes Gotham. She keeps trying to get me to watch it. And it's like, great. It's not good. It's great. It's not. It really is. Uh, it's probably up there with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. for me. Like, as my favorite comic book show. I have to well, question no. how much I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Preacher is probably above all of it. Oh, I keep hearing Preacher is really, really good. so good. I haven't watched it yet. And Walking Dead is like, I want it to be a good comic book show. <laughs> I always, I always have hope every season every that season, it's going to be great. Every episode, you're just like, come on, come on, and it's just like, <sighs> you just you have that same sigh at the end of every episode. I've I've kind of given up on it, like middle of season four. I just mm. anyway, uh, Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, "Nice to get a new cast." Although I noticed that it's not in this stream yet, I I, I still haven't shared that. That's my bad. I've been very busy. Um, was buying a house. Yeah, congrats, man. I'm no longer buying a house. Um, just mostly because the home inspection was awful. Um, there's like fifteen to $20,000 worth of foundation repair that was very likely needing to happen on that house. And I was like, no thanks, you can keep it. Oh, oh! You didn't buy the house? Yeah, I just stopped. Oh, good. Well, well, that's good. I'm terminated gl- the contract. I'm glad you didn't get a uh, house fever and go through with it. A bad decision. Oh yeah, no, God no. That's I mean, great. You got to be willing to walk away from it. You do indeed. That's awesome. So I, I I saw someone else congratulating you, and I thought you'd just gone ahead and done it. No, the congrats that I got was for buying a new car. Oh, I wanted to to better my credit for the next you know big sweep of of stuff that's coming through. You know the next time I get. Uh, going through the the loan process for a house this year and uh i don't really have a whole lot of accounts in my name right right so in order to build credit you got to have more accounts and i was just like well my car has been paid off for like three years now it's 10 years old i'm the original owner it's you know it's been mine since it came off the truck Mm -hmm. i think i'm just gonna go ahead and just go get a new car so i'd been looking at the uh the nissan I i know you got a new job big raise yeah but man, you you took that lifestyle quick. Yeah, yeah. You're like new car, new house, new car, new house. What else can I get? What else can I get? Uh, <laughs> new I would credit like card. All the pop vinyls, please. Yep. Uh, all yep. the all the yep. board games. Yep. Um. Yep. Yep. Keep going. Tell me what else I need to buy. <laughs> I don't know what to do with all this money. All the things, man. All the things. <laughs> no, I um, I just I knew that I needed to get my credit built up a little, a little better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the best way to do that is to, or well. The According, only way to do that is to borrow money. Yeah, the only yeah. way to do that is to get approved. So I was just like, well, I'm pre-approved from Capital One. Yeah, cars, sometimes so I'll just go do that. getting more debt can make your credit go down, though, too. So Well, yeah, if you I don't, don't know manage it, it well, then it goes down. Sometimes you, even just having it. But yeah, like I think I think car debt's generally good for your credit. I don't know how it well, works. Well, I, like, I only had two open accounts, and it's student loans. Yeah. So that doesn't help your credit. So yeah, yeah. if you just have one of each of the accounts that people normally have credit card house you know those things yeah credit card house car honestly i uh i have like 21 accounts in my name jesus i've only had four uh ever. which yeah it's 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 pretty insane i have a lot of accounts in my name okay uh, i did I, like but apparently it's really good for my credit to have yeah. any accounts yeah and it's... not have not have balances on them just have them yeah so I just have like 21 accounts, so my credit is ridiculously good. Just get good. a whole bunch of credit cards and just let them sit. Yeah, it's 
pretty I like I have I basically have gotten different credit cards over the years and gotten better credit cards and like better like whatever rewards and stuff. Yeah. And so each time I do that, the other card just sits and I don't close it. And so I ended up with like twenty one open accounts. I probably did that. that. Supposedly is really good for my credit's high because of it, but uh, I probably did that wrong then because when I got a new credit card, I closed my old one. Yeah, yeah. Well, the as long as you can. Uh, not spend money on them because if you just keep opening them and can't control yourself, it, <laughs> it can be really bad. Yeah. Anyway, learn that lesson watching my father. Um, this this turned into a financial. This went a little. Cast. Yeah, this went a little. This went a little. We're going crazy on this one. Weird. So let's continue this. We were. It's on been too long since we've uh, done a cast. We haven't just chatted about stuff. That's right. So we're just like we just need to talk like friends. Can yeah, you, you can edit this out. I don't know that I can. Okay, that's fair. So Jeffrey James said to us on Facebook, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start it over, because we were, we're too far gone. Oh, yeah. He said, nice to get a new cast, although I noticed that it's not in this stream yet. My no-spoiler comment on Slingshot is that my favorite part was finding out what a dick Mace really is. He could give you... Or what? No. Hey, could you give my 10-year-old daughter a quick shout-out? Her team, from a very small town in New Hampshire, just won the national championship in cheerleading white division 10-14 to 14 after an entire season of being undefeated. Go that team! Wow. Jeffrey I, Mace's 10-year-old uh, daughter. Uh, Ms. James. Uh, Jeffrey James, not Mace. I yeah. said Ms. James. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I said, said I called Oh, him you Mace. said Mace because yeah. of the name. Yeah. Great job, Ms. James and team. Wonderful. Uh, well yeah, done. Absolutely. You are fully shouted out by the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. You get the no prize today. Ooh. That's good the, job. The, the Marvel no prize for not... Cheerleading. For cheerleading. <laughs> for cheerleading. It's like they have Nobel prizes for all kinds of things. This is like the no prize for cheerleading. This is the no prize in cheerleading. You are welcome. You may be the only person who's ever gotten a no prize for cheerleading. Right? Yeah. I feel like those things don't cross over nearly as often as they maybe should. Congrats! <laughs> Congratulations! All right. So anyway, uh, let's get into some shield talk, man. What do you think, dude? Let's go. I've been let's do spoiler stuff. Talk about this. God, I've been this chopping at the bit this whole time. You've been making me read the news. I know I'm a real asshole. Um, <laughs> We are the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast in partnership with 45 Magazine and a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. If you'd like to reach out to us, hit us up at mcucast.com, at mcucast on Twitter, facebook.com slash mcucast, mcucast at gmail.com, or you can call us and leave us a voicemail at 573-CAST-MCU. If you want to help us out, go subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review or just a thumbs up or whatever in whatever podcast app you use. Review us, thumbs us up, like us, um, positive feedback, subscribe, all those things. Put Subs- your good chi out into the subscribe world. Subscribe to us on every platform, actually. Yeah. Uh, and just, just have fill it your device up. Fill all- have it automatically download every day. <laughs> and then you can set a just, subroutine in Tasker yeah, 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 to just, go ahead and clear the file every day. So like clear that really, folder every day. We really have no idea. How, we might only have three listeners. It might just be <laughs> people doing that. You know, uh, It's actually one of them is me doing that. <laughs> so we have two listeners and Jeff, who until today thought he was a listener. Um <laughs> I thought I was a, a live, active, interactive podcast listener. <laughs> I thought this was groundbreaking new format. Yeah, man. All right. <laughs> well, guys, we are going to get into some spoiler territory. We're going to talk about episode nine of season four of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, you ready for this, Jeff? I'm so ready. All right. Three, 
two, one. Ada got her head cut off. That was pretty crazy. That was so crazy. But did she? But, I mean, but, but did she? Ada Model 1. Mm, Wait, 1. hold on. 0. Radcliffe's the bad guy. Yeah, that's the, that's, that's the spoiler that I was hoping for. What? Radcliffe being the bad guy is awesome. It just gives the whole thing direction. I was a little like, ult, I, this is going to be kind of a rehash of Ultron. This is going to be a little bit of a rehash of other yeah, stories. I remember Jeffrey James specifically pointed out like robots rising up against their people, whatever, so just tired it's such a tired concept i remember when max said that yeah <laughs> no, uh, in this episode they they even call that out they're like and i really enjoyed that they're just like talking about it like it's a movie yeah i uh, like that they they mentioned so many movies yeah it was great i like, love the line i love the line between mac and yo-yo where yeah. she says um <laughs> she says Some, someone needs to send mace all the terminator movies and i thought it was radcliffe uh, I think it was, no, I think it's Yo-Yo and Mac. No, I'm saying like I think she was talking about Radcliffe. Oh, oh, like, somebody yeah, somebody needs right. to make sure that Radcliffe watches all the Terminator movies. <laughs> he says, like, even salvation, salvation. He brought this on himself. He brought this on himself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really bad movie. Um, just to show my bad taste again, everyone hated it. I didn't hate it. There's some. It had some redeeming qualities. Let's not get into that. <laughs> Let's not get into that at all. So, this episode just kind of completely turned what we thought was going to happen on its head. Ada wasn't going crazy. Ada was following orders. Because Radcliffe saw what was in the dark hole. He got a glimpse of it, and then he's just like, oh god, I need more. Yeah, do you think this means they might continue to use LMDs? They probably will. Yeah, like... like- uh, this I thought when, when this happened, I was like, "Man, that was quick run for the LMD program." Like, right? <laughs> they're never going to use them now. They became sentient. They went all um, oh gosh, they went all Westworld on us. Uh, and <laughs> I was trying to remember the girl from Westworld's name. Oh yeah, but I couldn't. It's okay. It it seems like LMAD doesn't know that she's an LMD. Uh, yeah, she's programmed. She's just programmed. Like she's not. Her programming is to be May. Yeah, and 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 they're just they have the ability to control her when they want to, but her programming is just your May. And I'm guessing that that's because of the brain scan. That the they brain did. scan they did exactly using the dark hold and the brain scan. She like built that brain out of light, and I think that's like she was actually stitching together May's actual consciousness yeah. and putting it into a new body, which will be interesting when Robot May. And Coulson get it on, which you know, come on. Oh, yeah. It's going to happen. I mean, he said everybody's going to get what they want, right? Yeah. And yeah. then we see Coulson looking into the eyes of May in that, like, we're having dinner together kind of face, you know? Here's the thing about Coulson. He has always been trustworthy dude. He, like, when, when he was sitting in the room with May... Yeah, and they're having the conversation, and they're talking, and he says, "Now we're alone." They, he smashes the camera or whatever. Um, I thought for sure he knew she was a robot because I've gotten so accustomed to Phil Coulson always knows what's going on. Yeah, Phil He's Coulson's the, always the step ahead. He is the spy's spy. Like he knows what's happening. If you're trying to spy on him, if you've got some backdoor plan, he just has your number. He always has everyone's number. He's actually holding the keys to that backdoor that you thought that you had. Yes. And, and he's just 
Uh, he just you come in his back door and he's just standing there waiting on you. It just happens. It happens over and over and over. Um, he just knows what's going on, and uh, I, I I I I fully expect it. But it looks like May is his blind spot. So do you yeah. think? Do you think it's possible that he might know what's going on? I don't think he knows what's going on yet. But not yet. Not yet. I think he'll figure it out though. Um, just it's because be he will. Late. Well, she's going to be really heavy, and he's going to try to pick her up, <laughs> and he's going to be like, "Whoa, hold well, on!" We actually don't know how heavy they are. They they could be made out of materials that make them very light. Nope, nope, they're robots. They're they're very heavy. <laughs> they're probably not as buoyant as humans. They may can't <laughs> may can't go swimming. <laughs> she, they're going to go to the pool together, and she's just going to jump in and be like, "I don't know why I'm drowning." She probably just has a real like. Uh, like deeply programmed fear of water now. <laughs> you, I've seen you swim. No, I don't swim. I don't swim. Mm-mm. Well, okay. Do you want to go to the trampoline park? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll double bounce you through the roof. <laughs> through the roof. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I just loved it. Mac shotgun axing Miss <laughs> Miss Ada's Ada 1.0's head uh, was pretty awesome. Just clear straight I was like, off. What? I was like, what? What? The- They're killing this arc this soon? I you- I said out loud. I was just like, now nobody knows where May is. Mm-mm. Uh, what? Yeah, I was like, what is going to happen? I don't know. What the thing that I still don't understand, and I, I brought this up to you earlier. Why was Ada cutting May's face? It's it's to make Elmay D look like she got into a fight because she instead I don't of think starting to it, fight though. her, she just straight up turned her off. Yeah, but I don't think that's it. I think it is though because uh, because well, she would have just punched her. She no, she no, very no, no. deliberately sliced along the edge of her face. Either it, my my two my two thoughts my thought in the moment was that she was like trying a a Nicolas Cage John Travolta face off situation. Oh my God. But I was like, that's not gonna work. You're gonna look like the Joker. And uh. then uh, and then he he, start, he starts to do that. But then uh, maybe she had to access. Maybe when she realized she's not gonna get the book, she had to access May's. Uh, programming or something, but it seems like Radcliffe has controls built in. He does. No, that was you remember when um, she woke up in the room where where she and Phil yeah. were, where they were locked in. Um, he looks at her and says, "Yeah, she got you pretty good." Yeah, where but that cut was. Why? Why a cut? She's a robot. Oh. She just got done punching Phil real good. I see what you mean. I thought you were saying that like she could just fight her. And I'm like, no, she's she's programmed to be May. She's no, gonna no, win. No. Why is she doing like, a surgical? Turn her off and just fight her. Why is she or, doing? Sorry, turn yeah. her off and just punch her. Punch her to show that she like punched her. But like, why is she doing a surgical like knife cut along her face? Like she did a very deliberate slow cut on her face. It, I don't think it was for that. I think there's something... She did something to her. Whether we're supposed to just think that was her reprogramming her... I, it might have been her gaining the uplink to her eyes. Yeah, but they'd already, they should have already had that. That doesn't really make sense. Why know. they wouldn't already have the uplink to her eyes. I, I think either Ada, Ada was dumping some programming into her, like program, reprogramming her... Other than that, I just don't. I just can't think of what it, what it was. I don't know. I don't either. I, I, I just. I'm, uh, I'm willing to go along with that. Was just her punching her. 
I can't I can't go along with that. That doesn't make sense to me. Why would you use a knife to show that you punched someone? So that you didn't have to do anything horrible to an LMD. Oh, whatever. Maybe it would have broken her arm. They're the shield. LMD to hit an LMD just doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Um, LMD on LMD action is bad. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. They don't tell me these things. That's the other L word. Um, <laughs> I LMD you. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know what that was about, but I really um, I really like that Radcliffe is behind everything because it really opens up for just a a less trod story. Right. In some ways, a more trod story because now it's just a bad guy doing a bad thing, but. Uh, it he's at least doing it in an interesting way. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but her getting her head cut off surprised me big time. Yeah, I was like, I thought this was the beginning of the season, and then and then to turn it around and make Radcliffe the bad guy is just great. I just it was it was probably one of the best twists. What they if? had other than like uh other than hi- the Hydra twist, this is probably the best twist I've seen on the show. What if? He gets the dark hold, right? Yeah. And he learns magic from it. And then the third arc, since they've been focusing a lot on government, the third arc is him starting his own government and making a country and being the ruler of that country <laughs> and challenging the U.S. Uh, was it, Is he becoming Dr. Doom? Is that yes. Thing? Yeah. That's exactly it. Thank you. All right. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. And then... He gets with Molecule Man from the first arc and then creates his own little universe. Battle world. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Let's do all the recent comics. Yeah. <laughs> they like to do recent comics. That is true. Yeah. Let's talk about the other storyline. The other storyline, you said. We haven't even touched on the other storyline. Oh, yeah! Um, our, our, it was great. Our mystery in human. Yep. That... The senator's brother. The senator's brother. Senator Nadir's brother. Mr. Nadir. <laughs> Forget his name. VJ. VJ, that's right. Uh I thought I again I was very surprised uh by what they had the way they left that off. I was surprised that he was willing to go with her. That was just <sighs> dumb. It was dumb. This is this is a lady who was willing to watch you get shot in the back of the head in front of her. And you know the only way she, the reason she didn't is because uh, because of your you didn't have powers yet. Yeah. And now you've proven you have powers, and now you're going to go with her. I guess maybe he thought he could protect himself. I just didn't understand him getting on a helicopter, literally sitting next to the men who just tried to kill him. Yeah. yeah. I did not get <clears throat> it at all. Um, I think that was a really dumb decision on VJ's part. Although, uh, it looks like he survived. It does. It does, it does. That, that was a really beautiful shot of him falling to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I don't know if that was all CGI or what, uh, but it was really well done. Him fall, him just like collapsing, collapsing cook, slowly on the bottom of the up. Is that like part of his power? Is that he could just like re cocoon himself well, whenever he wants? My roommate has a theory on this, actually. Okay. Love it. The roommate has the theory that he is able to locally reverse time. On just himself. Interesting. Um, so, like, instead of super speed, it wasn't super speed. It was him knowing that he needed to be somewhere else and being there for that. 
that so that it looked like super speed with what, how he was fighting the guys, but it was just being at the right place when he needed to. Okay. And the uh, the reason he was in the cocoon for seven months is because the the power kept re-triggering over and over and just keeping him in there and and re-strengthening the husk or whatever, the, the Terragenesis cocoon. Interesting. Interesting then, thought. When he got to the point of being, you know, basically killed by the gunshot, it automatically triggered his power and reverted him back to that stage. I totally uh i totally respect the idea because that's a it's an interesting theory interesting theory but i i don't know if it has enough evidence on the screen i, I it seemed like he, he said he tried to fight terragenesis which was interesting and and that's why he was able to stay there he doesn't really know that i think i think that's just his own supposition or whatever yeah but i but i love the idea that we have another inhuman like at the bottom of a the ocean somewhere like ready to rise like jason and do his thing <laughs> Um, that's like the, that's the beginning of Jason. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I, I almost, you know what I, instead of the cocoon, what I was expecting to happen is for him to like be floating, you know, like you, he should have floated and the thing is what keeps him down, right? Yeah. I was expecting him to be floating and then just to wake up underwater and yeah. like be able to breathe underwater or whatever and then like be reaching up and trying to escape, but he's like tied to a thing. That's what I thought was going to happen. Um, cause once they showed it, I was like, oh, he's alive. He's alive. That's oh, yeah. great. I was like, they're focusing way too much on this guy for him to just be done. Yeah. I mean, it was after credits. It was just perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, just good stuff. This episode had so much good stuff. Uh, this, this may be one of my favorite episodes of the, the season and, and it's been such a good season. <laughs> it's been a great season. Um, I just didn't expect it to, I guess I kind of lost steam cause they, they finished off that first storyline, and I was like, well, that was a great storyline. We'll see how this LMD thing goes. Yeah, it was so elegantly capped and, yeah. and tied up in a nice little bow. They could just, like, this could honestly just not have Ghost Rider in it anymore, and it would be, yeah. like, tied up in a nice bow still. Mm-hmm. It would easily have that happen, but nobody wants that because Ghost Rider's freaking awesome. Yeah. But... Ugh. Just so I know we do this like this twice per episode, but it's just so much fun that it's all in the same world, right? It's just like the fact that we have this new Inhuman show coming, and like Ghost Rider could just show up at any time on that, and not to mention all these Netflix shows that he could show up and think about like a Ghost Rider Punisher, like like if he showed up on the Punisher for a couple of episodes, like the Vengeance Demon with like this Vengeance character and like. Frank Castle, this like kind of meat and potatoes like sort of character who's all, who's all real, having to deal with like a Ghost Rider, like demon yeah. person. Oh, it'd be so good. It would be because like, does he deserve the vengeance if he's doling out vengeance? That that's a great point. Yeah, oh yeah, like Ghost Rider's just after him. Like Ghost Rider's just after Punisher because he's murdered so many. Yeah. But He's would he so though? Good. Would he be after him though? Like that's the real question. Yeah, I don't know. Ah, <laughs> it seems like well in this incarnation, it seems like Robbie Reyes has some control. So yeah. uh, just so God, good. I already miss Gabriel Luna. Is that the actor yeah. who plays Robbie Reyes? Yeah, I he's like great. Robbie. Really I like, great. I really like Robbie. Um, did you read uh, over the past couple of weeks that James Gunn has an idea for a Moon Knight? movie or a no, Moon Knight property. No, but do it. Right? 
James Gunn has an idea for it and has told Marvel Studios about it. Like, he has let them know about his idea. I don't care what he has an idea for. Like, give it to him. Just give, right? it, give it to freaking he said, James Gunn. He said that he has too much going on to do it. Like, he doesn't have the time to do oh, it. Oh, okay. So he, he just has the he idea. He gave the idea to Marvel. Okay. And on Twitter recently, Vincent D'Onofrio tweeted at James Gunn and said, Dude, Moon Knight, you're doing that? Or Moon Knight, if you, if you got this idea, I'm in. So, Vincent D'Onofrio, Kingpin, in... A Moon Knight series or show or, you know, movie, That's whatever, awesome. would be incredible. So good. Would be so good. <laughs> the fact that he can just he's do in, that. He's in New York as well, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a street-level yeah. crime fighter in New York. Oh, golly. Like a Moon Knight Netflix show. Or or a movie like it's if, got no it's got to be a Netflix show or a movie. Well, this was gonna, like an R rated movie. That's what I was gonna say. What if they made an R rated movie in theaters that's not really connected to the rest of the MCU? Like it is, but it's not like that connected. But it just brings in all the defenders to the big screen. Like that would be a way for them to get their like uh, have their cake and eat it too. They kind of want to keep that separation. Yeah. It'd be a way to test the waters of bringing in. Uh, the television show characters into something else while introducing another character into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The, uh, that would be really cool. That would be rad. Ugh. They'd have to wait until like the second of his movies to do that, though, to properly introduce him. Like if they were going to bring him in hard. Maybe. They could They could kind of like... Well, especially... They could cameo him. Especially, as, as we just said, Vincent D'Onofrio as Kingpin. Like if they just brought him in as the villain... Yeah, yeah. Be, 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 it'd be a perfect way to like bridge those series together. And then you could bring Moon Knight over to like a, an Avengers movie or whatever. Or like whatever. He could bump into Spider-Man. Who cares? Um, he could bump into anyone in the in the MCU. And like you could have that sort of bridge over to the Netflix series. Which I think would be really cool. Make this, make that movie. That sounds awesome. Make that happen, Marvel, please. Let's let's let's, let's get this feedback. Let's, let's talk about let's what, see see what, what everybody else is saying. Let's see what everybody else is saying about this. Uh, let's see. Drake Thompson said on Facebook, Agents of Shield spoilers. I love the shotgun axe. <laughs> I know it's been around for a while now, but the way Mac beheaded 801.0 gave me a new appreciation. And that damn Radcliffe. The writers got me again. Did not see that twist coming. I'm glad it did though. Um, I feel like Radcliffe and, and any Buffy fans will know what I'm talking about. It's kind of the Spike of this series. Um, Buffy had a character called Spike. Are you familiar? I am familiar. Uh, he was a bad guy. Just, just a straight up bad guy. Marsters. Marsters, yeah. Uh, he's a bad guy, but he was so... He was so fun to watch that everyone loved him, <laughs> and I, and not not that Radcliffe may reach to that level, but Radcliffe was so much fun to watch, and he just like he just had like a personality that's like, oh, he's he's just a good guy, he's just a good guy who wants to do good science, and then nope, that isn't the case. Well, it's not the case anymore. He just wants the Darkhold now. He yeah. used to be all about. Well, good he never science. even read the Darkhold though, right? Now he opened it and went, no, this is too much. I don't even remember him looking at it. I know he said he glimpsed it in this episode. I'll have, have to go back at that yeah, episode well, he, and look at what he, how much of it he actually saw. He opened it and then got overwhelmed and closed it. And We're, that's when Ada was like, maybe I could read it. Okay. It was in that episode where they got pulled back. I am so excited that Ada is just his helper. It just makes this show... They're, it, no, they're just really good friends. <laughs> I have not had sex with her. 
That's good to know. That's a really bad accent. Sorry. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> Sherman Smith said to us on Facebook, mid-season premiere Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., very good. Spoiler, she murders her own brother. You don't get more evil than that. That's like Godfather level of evil. It really is. Ah. He also Centered said... in the deer, right? He also said, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. mid-episode premiere, maybe that super speed wasn't the full extent of his abilities. He may regenerate. Kind of stupid on his part, though. The His sister is willing, or his sister was willing to see him get killed earlier. Why are you running off with her? We had the same reaction, Sherman. Literally just <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah like, I don't understand that decision. Like, why would you do that at all? No, You know better. Doesn't you make any know sense. better. Yeah, not a, not a fan of that decision. Um, that's all the feedback we had. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we didn't have much on the on the shield. Uh, we're we're recording these on Thursdays now, so you've got a full forty eight hours after it airs, pretty much, to get your feedback in. Well, like forty six hours actually. So uh, I do my feedback roundup um, the the couple hours before we record. So uh, just uh, get us your feedback next week. Uh, you got two days to do it. We really would love to have everybody's thoughts. It just makes the conversation that much more rich because me and Jeff aren't that smart. Hey, sir, that's rude. I joined. I, I I joined you in the in the in the in the bad thing. Yeah, but my boss might listen. He's gonna be like, I can't keep this guy around. My boss might listen. He's not smart. Oh man, uh, no. We just—it's so much better when we have everybody's everybody's differing opinions, and uh, sometimes people agree, and sometimes people don't. And I like it. And um, a salad with just lettuce is boring. That's right. I'm the lettuce. Jeff's the tomatoes. The still yeah. not a great, still not a great salad. I got that fruit that looks like a vegetable. <laughs> what up? We, we need we need some like candied walnuts <laughs> and some uh, some 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 dressing. I want some cranberries up in her. <laughs> if we're gonna get walnuts. All right, guys. Uh, we'll. I need to go to sleep. Yeah, really. It's like <laughs> eight o'clock. I I've been staying up until like two for the past three days. Wow! And getting up at six. Yeah, I have been playing too much of Magic Online late at night. I've just been so busy until like the middle of the night. Mm. I've also been writing a lot of songs, which is super exciting. Good. Good. Really been having a good time. Yeah, I liked what I heard earlier. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for playing that for me. Yeah, man. I'm I've written nine new songs I in mean, the last two weeks, which is a lot. It's like you are my best friend <laughs> um, I missed you so my my goal with this 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 album that I'm doing is like um, it, I, I have a strong belief that no matter how good of a songwriter you are a lot of your songs are bullshit <laughs> right like the, the, the ratio of good songs you have uh, everyone can write a good song it kind of just depends on like how much you write I think like Obviously, you build the skills, you get better at it, but sometimes you write a song and it just doesn't work. You know, it just doesn't click. There was a bad idea. <laughs> like, whatever. Are you saying, like, monkeys in a room could make Shakespeare? Kind of, except, you know, obviously the skill set matters, but my, my biggest belief is, like, so, so you ever heard of the sophomore slump? Yeah, yeah. You, we've, we discussed we've this, this discussion. recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like, I, I don't want to make a bad album. And so I've got about 28 songs that are, like, contenders right now for this album. Like, ones that might go on the album. And I'm just trying to write as many as I can to just, like, make the quality, the ones that are super good quality 
kind of rise to the top, you know? Right. And so I'm, uh, I'm really just been writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. So, uh, trying to write nonstop like Alexander Hamilton. Um, <laughs> okay. That's fair. Um, that's fair. Trying to write my way out, you know? Sorry. These are all Hamilton references that you don't know. Yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm uneducated. Uh, anyway, we, uh, We've had a great time talking to y'all. We're so excited about this year. Shouldn't we look at the next promo? Yeah, man. Let's, let's look at the next promo. Let's do it. I am absolutely down with that idea. Okay, spoiler alert. We're about to discuss the uh, promo crap. we just watched. Holy crap, that was good. Holy um, crap. What? Okay, so Talbot's back. Talbot's back. That's exciting. They mentioned I, Talbot. They did. They this mentioned him this week. I love that he's gone on to just be like a regular on the show. It's just <laughs> really good. I love he's, Talbot. He's a fun character. He is. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, we, it looks like that promo got my heart rate increased. Yeah. It looks super intense this week. Like I'm excited and it's it, like, I was gripping seat with my butt while it was happening. <laughs> like that's, that doesn't happen Mm-mm. from just a, a, a promo for a TV show. Yeah. A promo for the next episode of a TV show. Yeah, It looked like a trailer for something i really want to watch you know like not just a tv show it looks it looks great oh, yes. um yeah so that's awesome that looked really really great so like it looked like something bad happened with colson flying a um not the zephyr but a uh, one of the quinjets and like we saw mac in a suit which is you know all right and i'm gonna say something that you're gonna like about this um, you think that Jeffrey Mace is a robot? Okay. I don't think Jeffrey Mace is a robot. You think that Jeffrey Mace is a robot? But this trailer gives the first piece of evidence that even makes me lean that way. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm still yes! far on the side of Jeffrey Mace is not a robot. But there's The next a- episode is called Patriot. And what's the guy you think he is? The, the character, the character Jeffrey Mays from comics, yeah. is called the Patriot. Okay, it's going to fa- it, it, it should focus. It the- should focus on the director. Oh, okay, you're saying it's going to focus. Okay, it's going to gotcha. focus on the director. So he's they're going to show that he's a robot. I mean, I don't think it's a robot. He's but a robot. They did so, okay. So they said in in the, in the trailer, we, we haven't even said what they said. They said there's a reason he's never away from that briefcase. Never very far away from that briefcase. So why would he never be far from that briefcase? Well, is something powerful he's protecting, maybe? It could be his power source. It could be. That's, that was my first thought. Like, he, he needs to... I don't know. Could, but that could, go for his, that could go for his, his inhuman power, too. Maybe he has, like a, like, a stone that helps him keep his powers or something. I don't know. Um, I don't either. I don't know either. It could be anything. But it definitely well, seems like it could be a robot thing. I mean, if you, if you look at it, he's got super strength and... Yep. Um, like he doesn't really get affected by May punching him, which is, I mean, still super strength. All we've seen is super strength out of him. What other power does he have? You never see an inhuman that only has super strength, and that's it. Well, we don't know, and we haven't seen that many. Never seen one that has just super strength. We, we've only seen the powers of a few, though. I think super strength would be a very valid power to give a inhuman because most inhumans don't have super strength. Most humans don't, but so, they like, have it could other just be powers. A power. Yeah, but I think super strength, just because super strength seems generic, does not mean it's not a power. It is a power that you give Captain America. Yeah. And Hulk. 
That's really his only power. Super strength. Hulk? Yeah. Eh, the way that it gets fueled is interesting. His impenetrable skin. I mean, that's, that's a pretty his big deal. skin is super strong. It's impenetrable. That's a little <laughs> different. Uh, but the thing that really interested me is uh, May... May in this episode says something doesn't seem right. Yeah, so which seems like shake this feeling. She Ugh. might really not know she's an LMD, which we we've speculated about. LMAD doesn't know she's LMAD. What? <laughs> what if she's? Pinocchio. I have a feeling whatever happens in this season, LMAD LMAD is not going away. I I think that LMAD is actually uh, needing to be renamed. She's Pamakio. I don't know what your Pinocchio. Talking. Oh, right. Nice. Pomakia. I like it. Yeah. Uh she really I think she might be our uh she might be a character we actually learn to care about as like a just a Maybot that's gonna stick around. Maybot. Um and I think <laughs> I mean Fitz should have the ability to make these as well after this after this happens, right? After, yeah, yeah. He should be able to look at uh Radcliffe's research and make his own LMDs in the future. Yeah, but I, I think they're probably going to shut it down after what they thought was vicious robot. For attack. now, until yeah. they find out it was Ratcliffe, and then you're like, oh, well, maybe we could do LMDs. Maybe they're fine. They're just a tool. <laughs> maybe we could do it right if we didn't read the dark hole. They were they were a tool in a madman's hands. Yeah, um, you never leave tools in the madman's hands. Yeah. All right. Well, I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I am so excited for next week. Yeah. Super heart-pounding, action-y, blah, 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 great stuff. What are you talking about, blah, blah, blah? It looks awesome. I'm saying, well, it looks awesome. Yeah. Etc. Etc. Yeah. ECT, ECT. <laughs> it's ETC. Um, all right, guys. We're going to talk to you next week. And it will be next week. We're, we're, we're back on. Back on to our regularly scheduled show. I'm excited. Me too. Well, there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Until next time, true believers.